I don't even care at this point if the scale changes. You are changing your body from the inside out and changing how you feel. And if you can stick with that feeling, then you will start to make even more smaller changes around that that's going to help the scale go down if that's the goal or the strength go up or the energy go up or the sleep improve or the whatever the goal is. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. This is Rayanne Mullins, your host, and I'm so happy that you are here today. I want to talk about something that I think we're all very interested in, and that is change. So I know that you've been there before. I know that probably you've been, um, you know, ready to, you know, want to start eating better, maybe start exercising, maybe lose a few pounds, um, maybe get in the routine of taking vitamins. Maybe you've wanted to make, you know, some kind of change in your life. And then you stop and think, gosh, how the heck am I going to do this? And then that's when Oftentimes we turn to good old Google or social media or to your favorite person and listen to information or read information or even check in with your friend who maybe has been successful at the thing. And we just, you know, try to start to figure out what we're going to do to make the change. We start looking for answers. We start looking for plans, right? Or quick fixes most of the time. So when it comes to change, we often think it's going to be like this. We think, all right, I'm just going to decide to change, you know, whatever the change is. I'm going to lose weight. And then we think, all right, I'm just going to make the changes. So you, you know, Google a menu plan or look up a diet or do whatever the thing is and you make the changes. And we expect then for ourselves to see instant results from the changes. So we think we're just going to decide we're going to do it and we're going to see results and then we're done. That's how we feel as humans, right? We think it's going to be that easy. But change actually looks a little bit more like this, okay? You might say, hmm, I'm ready to change, sort of. I know I need to want to change, and I really do want my clothes to fit better, but I'm not super interested in doing all the things that I need to do to change. But, okay, I'll change. I'll do some of the things that I need to do. And then I'm probably going to get a little annoyed because it's actually not that comfortable making better choices when I go out to eat with my friends. So I decide I don't really want changes that bad. So I'm only going to make changes when it's comfortable and convenient. And then you might actually give up for a little while, right? And then you might get reminded of why you wanted to change in the first place when you put on your jeans from last year and they won't zip. Okay, I know at some point in our life, most of us have been there. So there we go again. We decide to change again. You're more motivated this time. So you do most of the things that you need to do, right, to see change. And you might even see a little bit of progress. 
But then the results start to slow down or stop altogether. And then you think, oh gosh, why bother? You know, and then it just goes on like this, you know, it goes on and on. You want change, sort of. You finally decide to change. You do some of the change. You see a little progress. Get annoyed. Stop trying. And then it starts over again. It's over and over again and again. Okay. Does any of that sound at all like yourself? Because if it does, you're not alone. Okay. And there's a lot of research that shows most of us do this exact thing over and over and over. Change is not easy. Okay. And there's nothing to be ashamed about to admit that change is not easy. And if you think about it, we only see you know, online or on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the things, we will see these success stories of people, you know, the before and after pictures and they look amazing and and they're so excited to share their story and, and, you know, good for them. They should be, but we only see a small percentage of the, all the people that try maybe the same thing. There are more of us out there that struggle with change than people who are actually having change and getting those amazing results. So we are not, you are not alone. In order to like really change, we need three ingredients. First, we need an understanding of how change really happens. So if you know that it's not realistic to make one change in your diet and see a huge drop on the scale, then you can know more about what to expect. And this can help you set better expectations. So just the first ingredient is just really understanding that change is not direct. It's going to be all loopy and there's going to be obstacles that we're jumping up and hoops we're going through and dipping underneath. It's not going to be just one straight line of, you know, perfection. It's just not going to happen. The second ingredient then is you need some kind of system or structure to support your skills to change. Without a system of checks and balances, you won't know what's working and what isn't working. So it's very hard to just change. You need some kind of system, structure, blueprint to follow to really understand what's going to work for you. And then the third ingredient would be a plan, okay, to do what matters the most and do it consistently. Okay, so a system and structure, but you also need a plan to follow that system or structure. And what matters the very most out of this plan is to focus on the things that you can do consistently. When you have a solid plan, you will know what you need to work on to see the biggest impact and the biggest results. So what I want to do the rest of this episode is talk about um, something that is called a change trap. Okay. These are the most common change traps that people fall into when they're ready to make a change. Now, when I'm talking about change, I'm going to keep it in the realm of like health and fitness, weight loss, you know, muscle gain, that kind of thing. But this is really true for any change in your life. Anything you want to change in your life. Maybe you want to change your attitude. (laughs) Maybe you want to change your relationship. Maybe you want to change your job. Maybe you want to change, you know, where you live. There's so many things in our life um, that, you know, come into the, into the realm of change. But remember, this is a health, wellness, um, balance 
type podcast. We're going to stick in the area of, of weight and how we feel about ourselves. So here are the common change traps. Okay. I'm just going to go through them one by one, but first I'm going to just read a list of what they are. They're having an unclear or too broad of a goal, only focusing on one or two parts of your life and not looking at the whole deep health situation, not knowing exactly where we're starting. That's a big one. Goals and plans that are just too big and unrealistic not having a clear time frame of your change process, not giving ourselves enough time because we don't test whether or not our experiment or change process worked. So the more we can recognize and understand these like common change traps, the better we can address them. So let's go through each one. I'll explain what it is and give you a quick fix for each one. Now, I'm going to be pretty broad about it because again, this can apply to any change, but I'll give a few examples along the way as well. So the first one, the first change trap is having a goal that's too vague or too broad or unclear. And I've said this many, many times, but it's absolutely true. If you don't really have a why or a true destination, a clear, true destination, it can be hard to stay motivated and encouraged to keep working for it. So it can be hard to make the changes. So the fix is very, very simple, yet many people skip this step. The fix is clarifying exactly what you want and why. If you don't know what you want, how do you expect to get there, (laughs) right? If you don't even know what it is you want to be, to do, to have, to look like, to feel like, it's going to be really hard to measure your success, right? And the other part of that is why. Okay, let's say that your goal is you really clearly, specifically, exactly want to lose 20 pounds. But if you can't answer why that's important to you, then that's a vague and fuzzy, unclear goal that probably is not going to happen. Okay, so That is just something to think about. The fix, have exactly a clear understanding of exactly what you want and why, okay? The second change trap is only focusing on one or two parts of your life and not considering all areas, okay? This is called your deep health. And I've actually done a whole episode on deep health. But here's the deal. This is, deep health means, you know, it's not just your physical, emotional there's mental, there's environmental, there's social, there's existential or spiritual. So there's different aspects of our life that matter. Okay. So if you're only focusing on one and expecting this massive change and it's not happening, it's probably because you're not looking at the other areas of your life. Okay. This is an issue because if you think losing weight is only related to what you eat and how you exercise, you're very wrong. There are many aspects of our life that impact our results. So the fix, okay. the fix is you need to explore all areas of your life to see what aspects are potentially stopping you from change. Okay. For example, your support system. If you are not surrounded by people that support your efforts, it will be more difficult to get started or to stay consistent. Or if you're not getting enough sleep, you may not feel enough energy to exercise. 
Oh, and by the way, if you're not getting enough sleep, you will likely have more sugar cravings throughout the day. So instead of just changing what you eat and how you exercise, there are other areas of your life that matter. Okay, and I just mentioned two that are really important, your support system and your sleep, your quality of sleep. Those two areas are really big when it comes especially to something like weight loss or body change, okay? Now, the third change trap is not knowing where you're starting, okay? If you don't know where you're starting, whether that's your body weight, maybe your measurements, um, you know, how much weight you can lift, your blood pressure, or maybe it's your A1C, whatever area that you're trying to change. If you don't know where you're starting, how can you absolutely know if you're getting results or not? Okay, so not only do you need to know where you're going, you've got to know where you're starting, okay? And it sounds so obvious as I say it, right? Probably you're like, well, yeah, duh. But have you ever thought, like really thought through the things you wanna change? Have you ever actually had a true start there are a lot of people, I'll tell you this, I'll ask them to take their measurements. Now, when I used to meet people in person, like with personal training, I used to like do their measurements for them, whether they liked it or not. But now I don't do that. So if I meet somebody on Zoom for a nutrition consultation, I can't physically take their measurements. So I asked them to do it. And I got to tell you, probably only two out of 10 do it, right? So it's very, very, very important to know exactly where you're starting. So the fix is this, establish a clear baseline that's relevant to what you want to accomplish. So if you wanna lose body fat, or excuse me, body weight, then you must know your starting weight. If you wanna reduce, let's say your antibodies, because maybe you have Hashimoto's, then you need to know what your labs say. Where are you starting? What is your TPO? What is your TG? If you want to get stronger, you need to know how much weight you can lift now, or maybe how many push-ups you can do, or if you can do a pull-up or not, or can you do squats or, you know, whatever the thing is, you need to know exactly where you're starting so that later you can remeasure and see your progress. Cool. All right. The fourth change trap is plans that are too big or complicated. If you expect to change everything about yourself all at once, it's no wonder you get overwhelmed and want to stop. It's very difficult to actually change everything, okay? So the fix is it's important to prioritize and be realistic, okay? So if you're trying to reduce your blood sugar levels, for example, then a good priority would be to make sure you're eating protein and fiber at each meal, okay? That's just an example, right? Many people would expect themselves if they wanted, for example, to like Let's say that this person um, maybe has diabetes in their family and they've just been told that they need to get their um, blood sugar or blood glucose levels down. So let's say this person is like, okay, I'm going to start a new diet on Monday. Oh, and I'm going to add in a new workout plan. I got to get exercising and I'm definitely going to start my daily vitamins and I'm going to drink a gallon of water and I'm going to start that morning routine I've always wanted to do. And I'm definitely going to meditate before bed and blah, 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 blah. You get my point, right? Many people jump in thinking they have to do it all. Thinking, okay, on Monday, you know, we all do that. Okay. I mean, on Monday, I'll start this. On Monday, I'll do this. Well, 
the problem is it's very difficult to do all of that. You can't just expect yourself to day one, do it all and do it perfectly and then continue to keep that up. It is just not realistic. So if you can pick one habit to work on, just one, right? And then once you get that down, add another habit. It's like stacking little habits at a time. And before you know it, you're going to have a lot of new habits that will start to show you results. Okay. The fifth change trap is not having a clear time frame of this change process. So unfortunately, social media and the dieting industry have fed us so many lies or so many skewed visions for so long that we ourselves are skewed in our minds about what it really takes and how long it takes to make real lasting changes. And we see people all over the internet having success quickly with fad diets, pills, and potions. Therefore, many people are very unrealistic in their own expectations of how long it will take them to change. And that makes me think, you know, I remember a long time ago when I was in college, so that, yes, that was a long time ago, I read somewhere, probably in like a fitness magazine that I loved, I read that you should be able to lose three pounds a week safely. So for years and years, I thought in order to be successful, I needed to lose three pounds every week. And so I would sit, I remember I'd sit in class thinking about, you know, calculating like how many weeks it would take for me to finally get my goal weight of 135 pounds, you know, and I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, well, three, if I did it in four weeks, you know, that's 12 pounds. So, and I was always like around like 150. And I just thought that was so horrible to weigh 150 pounds. I should weigh 135 because, you know, some weird fairy somewhere told me that's what I was supposed to weigh. I don't know where I came up with that number, but I would try so hard that I would like, couldn't eat any less. I couldn't exercise more. I would just try, 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 and just fail over and over and over. But it just wasn't realistic. So, and PS, I don't think I've weighed 135 pounds since like, fifth grade or something like that. So yeah. Anyway, the fix to this is set clear, realistic timeframes based on your goal and what is reasonable. There is no special number or measure of success that fits every single person. You know how I said, I thought you could lose three pounds every week. That's not really a thing. That's just some arbitrary number that was thrown out there somewhere in an article that I took as gospel. So how you change, how quickly you change all depends on you and your own unique lifestyle, circumstances, and not to mention your effort and your health. You know, you might have some health condition that isn't going to make it like you expect. Like it might be creating other issues that is going to prevent you from, you know, losing weight or whatever the goal is. This is when it's really good to have a coach, like someone outside of yourself Someone who can like keep you in check with what progress really looks like away from the scale. Okay. So the sixth change trap is not giving yourself enough time to really see if it's working. So this is a little different. Okay. The last one was not having a clear time frame, you know, expecting yourself to like get to your goal faster than is realistic. That's really what that one is. This one is not giving yourself enough time to really see if what you're doing is working. Okay. I believe as a nation, we are very 
used to having most things at our fingertips. Um, we can order groceries online and have them delivered in less than an hour to your house, which is one of my favorite things ever, by the way. We can download as many songs as we would like to hear in an instant. You don't even have to sit there with, with your tape deck and try to record the, the radio station. Do you guys remember that? Um, we can Google, right? We have our computers right here, Even not even a computer, but a phone where you can go online and Google pretty much anything you want to know. It's pretty awesome, right? We can transfer money instantly from one bank account to another, or well, in our case, always to our kids' account. And when it comes to making habit changes, we start to expect the same thing, right? We think that if we want to lose weight, we should be able to lose weight just by making a day or two of changes, okay? Well, that's not realistic, and it's certainly not permanent change. I have to tell you that, you know, working with people, not just one-on-one, not one-on-one, but like through also my programs, people, like if they don't see immediate results, in less than a week or in one week, they quit. They quit. And then I find out they're doing another plan or another program or with another coach or another thing. And it's like, until they understand, it's not realistic to see a change in one week. You haven't even given yourself time to see if the thing worked because there is no perfect plan. There is no perfect anything. There's only experimentation. There's only trying. It's trial and error. So You can't give yourself one week to try something. And if you don't see a change, if you give up already, you'll never know if it was going to work or not. Okay. Now I will tell you if you're on a diet that's starving you to death and you feel terrible and you can't sleep and you're craving sugar all day, then I would say that's not working very well, you know, but if you're following a plan that's very balanced and feels good and you have energy and you're getting sleep and you're you feel successful during the week, meaning you feel like you're doing everything you need to be doing and you feel good, then give it more time. Okay. So here's the fix. It's important to have some type of structured reflection and be able to evaluate what's going well and what is not going well. This can help you determine whether or not you are successful. So I have an example for you. Okay. I have a client who was having a daily sugar craving around 4 p.m. Okay, this is very common, by the way. And most days she would end up giving in and then she would feel terrible about it. She would feel like she should have more willpower and she would just beat herself up over it. So after one week, one week of eating breakfast, a filling breakfast and having a more filling lunch, she wasn't starving herself, by the way. She wasn't skipping meals. She wasn't fasting. She wasn't doing any special, amazing diet. She was actually eating a breakfast that filled her up and a lunch that filled her up. After one week, she discovered that she was no longer having or needing that 4 p.m. sugar fix. But guess what? The scale has not budged. But we view this as a win and success because it's a positive change that will, in fact, filter into other areas of her life. She's having a more stable blood sugar. That's why she's not craving the sugar at 4 p.m. She's having more stable moods, more energy, better sleep. Okay, these are all very positive changes. And over time, we'll start to show up on the scale. But if this lady had stopped trying after that one week because she hadn't seen the scale change, 
then she would be even further away from her goal. So it's really important to recognize these small wins. In fact, I wouldn't even call these small wins. I would say that if you were every single day having to give in to a sugar craving and then feeling terrible about yourself every single day, and that went away after one week of making small changes, that's an absolute giant. That's not even small. That's a giant win. I don't even care at this point if the scale changes. You are changing your body from the inside out and changing how you feel. And if you can stick with that feeling and stick with that, then you will start to make even more smaller changes around that that's going to help the scale go down if that's the goal, right? Or the strength go up or the energy go up or the sleep improve or the whatever the goal is. So it's very important to have some kind of reflection and evaluate what's going well and what's not before giving up. Okay. So that is all of them. That's the six change traps. So remember there, the number one is having a vague, you know, vague or too big or unclear goal. So we want to clarify with our why, what exactly we want and why we want it. We want to focus not only on one or two parts of our life, but all of the areas of our life, okay, to help us really make total change. Um, We have to know exactly where we're starting from. If you don't know where you're starting from, it's really hard to measure your success, okay? We also need to make sure that our plans or programs or whatever we're following aren't too big or complicated. Start small, start small, I can't say it, I can't say it enough. Start small and with the biggest priorities, okay? And work on those until you're ready to add more, okay? Not having a clear time frame of the change process, it's going to take longer than you expect. It just is. And I just thought of something around that. I have many women come to me that really want to look toned and they want to look really fit and strong. It takes a long time to build muscle. And if you want to look toned and fit and strong, that means you need muscle and it takes a long time. It can take up to three years. So if you're expecting results and to have the perfect body and the perfect result in three months or two months, it's just wrong. It just won't happen. So have a very clear and realistic time frame of the change process. And then finally, not giving yourself enough time to see if it's working is a major, major trap that people fall into it's going to take time. I just said that, but we need to even take more time and to really evaluate what is actually working for us before jumping to a whole new plan. Okay. So you guys, thanks again so much for being here. I really appreciate you. And if you have 30 seconds right now to just go to your app and scroll down and do a quick rating and review, I would so, so appreciate it. And if you have not subscribed yet, you can do that too. So, I mean, that's the whole like algorithm, the whole like game of podcasting is getting more people to hear your podcast so that you can keep doing it. And as you know, I really do love it. I love bringing you information every week. And I also really love hearing from you. So not only do I want to see your ratings and reviews, but if you have any comments or thoughts or questions around an episode, I love when you email me. So it's Mullins at Gmail, or you can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. Just look up Mullins. And, you know, I'm not sure if you're there or not. A lot of you are. But if you're not already in my Balanced Fit and Free Lifestyle group on Facebook, 
please join there. We do challenges and I do send out special offers to people that are in there. So again, thank you. I hope that you all have an amazing week and I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.